0: Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode with Paul Zito. If you're one of those people, hope you enjoyed the conversation and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home and, as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, today, my new friend Harrison is on the show. And for those of you who don't know Harrison, he is a musician, a producer, and the, the brains behind the band Bad Boxes, which uh, is a band that I've been following a little bit uh, as of late. I have some friends that really like them. And I listened to it and I was like, wow, this stuff's pretty fucking good. I got to talk to this guy, see what he's all about. So I reached out to him and luckily he was cool. He came over and we had this talk and it's a pretty damn good talk. That's enough of an intro. We're going to talk a lot about Harrison and bad boxes with Harrison. So yeah, let's do it. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat. Nice. Yeah, I think I just had too many programs open and didn't want to record. Oh, we're going now. Nice. Okay. Alright, so um, what were you saying?
1: Oh, I was you saying see? before I leave, I'd love to see your software. Oh, yeah. yeah
0: and stuff. I, yeah, I'll, I'll turn it on Yeah. Can, I could show you some stuff things we've been working on. Uh, yeah, I'm interested <laughs> to see what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, it looks like any other program, really. It just works in a different way. There's a couple really bizarre things that you can do with it too with like the default plugins that it has oh, there's nice. like these re- like this really weird um echo delay plugin that it has that lets you make like the most disgusting sounding stuff if you turn it up all the way like real like apex twin square pusher type like <sighs> type That's of like cool. glitchy stuff right. and I really uh like abrasive electronic music yeah um, I'm definitely I lean more towards toward like the darker, heavier stuff than like the lighter pretty stuff. Right. I appreciate that stuff from a technical aspect and I'm like sure, listening to it sure. but I don't um I've never made it. It's not what's in my soul. Right. <laughs> my soul's yeah. dark and yeah, black right. apparently. <laughs> but um I've I have listened to some of your stuff that I've come across and it does have like a lot more of a a pop mentality yeah, to it. And sure. like where did that come from and like how did you get into electronic music? So I'm assuming you didn't start in electronics. No,
1: no. I grew up listening to the Beatles pretty much exclusively. Okay, as you're wearing the Beatles As shirt. I'm wearing the Beatles shirt. <laughs> Let it be. Yeah. Uh, so, up until I was like 12 or, f- well, like 11, 10 or 11, it was all Beatles. And of course, the Beatles are like the pop maestros. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're
0: the guys. You know. And, sorry, what? I was going to say, not to cut you off, no, no, but it's right. relevant. Um,. My exposure to the Beatles was pretty minimal by choice. You know, my parents were metalheads and I was like a metalhead kid. Then I got into weird. I just never paid much attention to it or like particularly cared for it. Right. But it worked one day. um, My boss got in like this Beatles box set with all the records. Yeah. So we spent like four or five days listening to every Beatles album. Yeah. And I couldn't believe how many songs that I knew. Like, oh shit, Like that's the Beatles, duh, I knew that, Right. knew that, holy shit, they've written so many fucking songs, and and they're good songs! Well,
1: not only that, but they have so many B-sides that many people don't know about, and even the hits, when you read about the history behind them, they were the real deal, whereas when we think of pop music now you have a team of people behind a single pop star. Oh, sure. They're usually not even involved with writing it. They have a writer, a producer, an engineer, and that's great. That's a whole different thing. It's like a movie production. Exactly, exactly, and I love that. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. But, that being said, when you consider what the Beatles really did, it's almost kind of indie, in a way. I mean, they had their own publishing company, their own record label. They were kind of like the biggest indie artists that ever existed, in a way, because they wrote and, you know, helped produce all of it just themselves sure and that's that's so rare to have um somebody that reaches that level of historic popularity yeah i think like that... george lucas is like one of the only, <laughs> only ones i can think of that's you know and i view him in a similar way almost like um just it all came from you know you know his mind yeah. well yeah you know, that's a different concept. To an extent,
0: yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but Beatles. Yeah. So you like the Beatles a lot, isn't uh, it? Yeah, and then okay.
1: eventually, um, the first album, I used to watch anime a lot. Okay. Tsunami. Yeah. Uh, and I saw Daft Punk's, um, videos. Have you ever seen those? Yeah. Like, their anime videos for Discovery. Yeah. So I saw those when I was, like, 10 or 11, and I was like, what the hell is this? I've never, this sounds so magical. I can't believe this sounds this way. Sure. So I had my Nana go out and take me to like the CD store and that was the first record I ever bought by myself with my own brain deciding huh. to buy and it was Discovery. And so Very that cool. was my first, and I didn't really know what it was. I didn't yes. know that it was electronic music or whatever, but like it just sounded
0: so much, so magical. It's cool absorbing music at that age. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I miss that, that like ignorance an yeah. innocence of being able to just absorb sounds. But yes, this is great. Yeah, there's so much stuff that I can't listen to now. Well, you're because tec- you're a technical guy.
1: Like, yeah. I mean, and you know how they make it all.
0: Yeah. so and sometimes like, it
1: takes the magic. It makes me a
0: appreciate bit. some things more than I never thought I would. Like, right. say the Beatles. Sure. And then it makes me not appreciate some things that I used to love, right. like black metal. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs>
1: But you know, don't you think that you you growing up listening to metal and all that, as you said, uh, you really like the abrasive sounding like Aphex Twin,
0: yeah, and all yeah, that. yeah. And oh, that's that's what got me into electronic music, right? First. I mean, like the first time I heard "Come the Daddy," I mean, <laughs> oh, I was god. maybe like, you know, ten, eleven, somewhere, like right. younger, like, oh my god! Yeah. And that combined with what the video, like, oh man, I didn't <laughs> see that till I was a little older. This is fucking insane yeah insane oh yeah and that was around the same time that like prodigy was around oh yeah like Firestarter and breathe like yeah and that was like this is really cool and weird this is like there's a guy like rapping and some guy with a mohawk yelling and like sounds like rap music but I don't know like what but it's not like right yeah yeah really weird yeah
1: Yeah. apex twins not something I got into until I was a little older in fact the last Maybe like four years ago is the first time I really gave his discography a, a shot.
0: Yeah, that's a... It's
1: dense. Oh, yeah. So I was like... But I, it took me a while to be mature enough to go through all of it and appreciate all of it. Because um, I liked, you know, the hits Come to Daddy and... Uh,
0: like Window Liquor." Window Liquor,
1: I'll fucking love Window Liquor. There's another one on, the, I think, the Come to Daddy EP...
0: Like the donkey rub, rub one yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's
1: like real chill. It's like yeah. I don't know. I love that one too. And but yeah, Aphex Twin opened my mind certainly to a lot of new sure, stuff. Sure. Sure. And then when you read about, I'm, I'm sure you know how he like programs all of his own software to make it. And oh my, yeah. It's
0: like wow. Very very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so Daft Punk discovered yeah, right, to- now like. As far as getting into making music or playing music, when did that start? Was it... Before that. Yeah, okay. So So
1: I started playing drums when I was seven.
0: Okay. And
1: for a long time, I just wanted to play drums. I wanted to go to college to play drums. I just wanted to be a drummer. And then my friend started collecting recording equipment, and we were recording on Digital Performer, and I was just playing drums on everything for him. Yeah. We were probably like 12 or 13, and eventually I started i decided i wanted to play guitar and sing and write songs and that was just between the time i was like 10 and 15 it was like this i kind of learned how to record on a real basic level sure. using like digital performer and like those old Tascam cam 8 tracks and i just got the bug for the writing you know yeah. creating something all the way through There's not just being a piece of it
0: nothing like the first time you like record a piece of music that you made, regardless of how shitty it is, and like being able to play it back. Yes. You're like finish. Or at least close enough where you're yeah. like, wow, I really like that. Yeah. I Really like that. Even like, but like when you were first starting. Oh yeah. You it know, just like horrible. Like this is, but it was the like, <laughs> cool. It was the best. It was the best though. Yeah, yeah. I like. I would like. Go out of my way to make all of my friends listen to it. And oh, show, yeah. I, I wish I still had that fire when I write something now. Oh, right, yeah. That oh, yeah. enthusiasm of like, look what I did. Yeah. Now it's just like, hey. You know, yeah. Eh.
1: I still feel that way in certain ways, but it's a lot more rare now. Sure. One, Once out of, one out of every five sessions, I come up with something new that I'm like, feel that supreme fire, uh-huh. you know. The creative bug. And then from there, it was just... Uh, it's like, yeah. Digital performer, so I, then I finally got Logic when I was probably 16 or 17. It was kind of confusing to me at first, but... Just, Are you still using Logic? I use Logic and Ableton, okay. but I compose in Machine pretty much. Okay. Um, so I'll, you know, like you were saying, what you do, like I'll make the song... The whole first, our Bad Box's first EP, Jasmine, um, was made pretty much entirely in Machine. And then mixed in Logic. Like yeah. And shit in Logic. Uh, but that's always changing, just in an attempt to keep it fresh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There was a certain, For a long time, I liked... I still liked electronic music a lot, especially Daft Punk and Apex Twin, but it wasn't something that I was making or had any real interest to make. Okay. But I always respected it. It was more about singer... Like, I really loved, like, Bob Dylan and Neil Young and sure. Ron Adams... So I was recording a lot of stuff like that for a while and then at a certain point something just like switched in my mind and I went out and bought a machine and I was like I don't think this is what I want to do now. Yeah, and, you know, know, it was there was a definite turning point.
0: It's really interesting coming from someone in your shoes where you're coming from like a real like grassroots singer-songwriter yeah. background and a lot of people who listen to that type of music or who are in that world tend to look down oh they
1: hated me I lost on, friends yeah yeah no I mean there was a kid one night that was one of my not one of my best friends he's a friend of mine we we're partying at my house he's trying to fight me and stuff because I'm making electronic music <laughs> I mean that's how ridiculous some of them were but it almost added to my fire of wanting to make it because I was I wanted to prove him wrong you know sure, I just, it was it pissed me off because it was like at that point, I was the one in my friend group writing all this shit and, like, helping everybody record it. And the fact that I wanted to switch gears, I had, yeah, there were some people that kind of looked down upon that. And it was yeah. frustrating. I
0: think it can make sense for somebody in your position, though, who is already on, like, some sort of the technical aspects of things. Because you're recording and producing and you're using all the software. So right, it's natural that you would be drawn to making music. With electronics, too, sure. because you're. The palette is you're so. A, much you're grander. kind of a nerd, you know? Yeah, you're exactly. like into all this like exactly. techie stuff. Whereas exactly. a lot of people, not everybody records music. So right, right. It's probably really hard for them to be like. What? To wrap their brain around yeah, what it? is this thing?
1: And I think a lot of them, that a lot of people still look down upon electronic music, unfortunately. Yeah. And the people that I talk to, they seem to just not understand how it's made. And so, you know, the whole saying is, like, uh, people fear what they don't understand or whatever. And I feel like a lot of the hate comes from a place of they just don't get how it comes together.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely I mean, not. you can not
1: like something, and that's fine. Yeah. But to hate on something with no real reason is kind of ridiculous to me. Yeah, I mean, but that's <laughs> America. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that could be applied to... Yeah so many so many subjects people just like to
0: fucking complain it's true man about anything it's true
1: it doesn't matter it doesn't make sense to me it's like you're creating more problems for yourself and it's just like i don't know that's a whole other conversation (laughs) but yeah you're right people just like to find stuff to hate on kind
0: of yeah so machine Machine. was your was your first like real (sighs) entry into electronics like heavily i'm like i'm i'm assuming maybe like yeah, was a keyboard the laying around. Oh yeah, and I mean,
1: like I had like a MIDI keyboard with pads on it, and I was, I was using Reason a lot. Yeah. And I got to, I loved Reason, and I loved how quickly I could like come up with something to finish it. I loved it, but then it got to a point where I felt limited by it, and I wanted to. I initially was going to buy an MPC because I was getting way more into hip hop, and I was looking at MPCs. I read a lot about it online. Coming from the background that I had working in Logic so extensively in Reason, I got the vibe from a lot of people. You know, I was on Gear Sluts all the time. So yeah. as I'm, always, I'm sure you've gone there, right? No, nah. like, oh, you
0: never been on there? You never been on Gear Sluts? I don't. I don't. I I don't really take the time to like seek out new things too sure, often. Sure. Like, yeah, I hate internet threads and forums and like. There's a lot of ridiculous to- shit. I just i I've never been into it. Yeah. So usually the only time I hear about things is through, like, word of mouth and friends who I know that are into this shit. It's like, hey, did you see this? Cool. They might, like, send me a link to something. But it's cool,
1: though. It's organic. I just don't,
0: like, I
1: don't know. I don't go on it too often. Yeah. But if there's a question I have, there are some very knowledgeable people roaming around on there. Anyway, so I bought the machine instead of an NPC because I just kind of looked at it as an NPC that would fit more... Perfectly into my workflow. Yeah, and I spent about a year and a half, pretty much, just hanging out by myself, just making machine beats. Not didn't have much of a social life. Sure. At that point in my life, I had just gotten out of like a few long term. Like a, I had a girlfriend for a long time, and we just broke up. I had some friends that I was friends with for a long time, but weren't friends anymore. Stupid drama shit went down. Sure. So I just spent a lot of time with my machine. It was great. Yeah. You know, I loved it. Um, and then eventually started making stuff. I got to the point where it's like, okay, this is good. Like I like the way this sounds. And from there, it's just been like such a mishmash of different, you know, using some analog stuff, learning how to MIDI in and out a machine. I bought the Prophet O eight. Um, Got real into programming and sending it through different stuff. Yeah. And that whole thing. And
0: so, yeah, it's. It's fun. It opens up a world of things that are so far beyond, like, the guitar and a microphone. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's kind of how I try to put it to my friends that still don't really understand how electronic music is made. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's not really that different. The spirit isn't. I haven't changed <laughs> my soul, you know? It's yeah. like. I just feel like there's more power in it you know there's more you don't have to go rent out like a four thousand dollar a day studio to make it sound amazing
0: yeah which is can be argued as a bad thing in some ways i suppose yeah i think that like anybody it's only a bad thing when you're trying to get your shit out there and it's so hard to get noticed now yeah i don't think it's bad in terms that people can make music i think anybody should be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do yeah however they want to do it i'm really into like record it yourself. If you can learn how to fucking do it, do it. Yeah. yeah. I know a good bit of people who are always, I want to work on music. And it's like, why don't you? Right. Well, you know, like, dude, uh, you know, it's it's like, I don't have the money for it. It's like, you can get (laughs) like an interface for like 70 bucks. It's not that good, but you already have a laptop. Exactly. You're on Facebook complaining all the time. So I know you have a computer. Exactly. It's it's not hard. Do it. I I completely feel you. (laughs) But people were like, nah, nah, nah. It's I like, just okay. don't know where
1: to start. It's like, dude, you just... And I actually even understand where they're coming from because some days I wake up and it's hard to just get in the studio and start. Sure. Because I understand that spirit of, like, I don't even know where to begin. And the thing with creativity that the older I get that I find is, like, just start anywhere. Just begin. Because yeah. that's, for me, sometimes the biggest step is just starting and not overthinking it and just fucking
0: doing it i was in crazy mocha with my laptop last week yeah and i was like man i really just want to like get an idea for a beat i don't know what to do And i was just sitting around and i was like okay so i opened up machine opened up the recorder and just recorded the live sound from inside crazy Crazy yeah yeah sampled it and chopped it up and made a beat out of it oh my god yeah and now i do like me like knocking on the table for a snare doing weird shit like that and then i was like (laughs) Okay, and usually I wasn't, five it comes minute, out cool. Yeah, five minutes ago, I had no idea what I was gonna do, and this fucking bangs. Cool. Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah, I love doing that. That's my favorite <laughs> thing. I just got this little, um, this little field recorder. My girlfriend got this oh, night nice. for my birthday. But that's what I do a lot with this now is I was like printing something the other day and the printer was like, get, 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 you know, had a beat oh, to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, And I was like, eh, you know, <laughs> and I recorded it and I chopped it up and it was a dope little like percussive element. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, Machine's pretty amazing,
0: man. This, I, I, I love it. This old, uh, like, point-and-shoot digital camera used to make this weird, like, <laughs> <laughs> type thing when the lens would come out. So yeah. I remember I have recorded that, and I used that in a track That's before. awesome. Yeah, like, Just, I love that shit. Yeah. You
1: know, that, that adds to the personal, like, it really makes it, like, a stamp of you, like, your life at the time to me.
0: The bummer, though, is that nobody will ever know. Sure, about but you, that. Know. Yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, I've said this before where, like, I would trade a lot of these records for just, like, making of DVDs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> about, yeah. like, how the album was made. Right. I would love to know what was going on in the studio when they were totally. doing this stuff and how these sounds were made. And right. It's nuts. Do you listen to Mute Math at all? Um, I have, but I haven't done a lot of research into their discography. They're fucking cool. Oh, yeah. You I know, would, I you know would probably cool, yeah. really like them, but they're really good at... Um, documenting studio footage oh, of them so cool. like because i guess they all live in this house and they record and then this house it's like them tracking like uh xylophone inside a bathroom they get weird acoustics and like the drummer's like hitting the pipe on the bottom of the sink and they're tracking it like you would never know and it sounds awesome uh, yeah but yeah. it's like it's cool because they're just good i guess like whenever whoever's not tracking is just like hey just take a camera and record what we're doing today sure yeah and it's so cool to like see the process and then hear it right. later on the album and it's like, whoa. Yeah. This is rad. Yeah, yeah.
1: On the other hand, I also love whenever I know nothing about somebody and I listen to their music and I almost enjoy not knowing anything about them.
0: Sure, that's like that that or the ignorance that yeah. I was talking about before. Uh, when
1: you're young, when you're a kid and you hear something and you don't really know what they look like or sa unless it's like, you know, Pretty Spears or whatever. Sure. Oh, like Daft Punk. I didn't know anything about them, and it was the most magical thing ever to me. And there's been a few artists since then where I've actively tried not to find out anything about them. Oh, yeah? Because I just enjoy their work so much that I don't really need to
0: know about their personal life. Well, that's one thing I try to avoid. Yeah. Because everybody's shitty. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I just don't want to know. Yeah. You're so pure to me in my oh, mind. Yeah. Is like, it's definitely know. happened to me a few times where, like, people that I looked up to, you know, I find out through one way or another that they're, like, shitty people. And yeah. And it's such a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's all right. That's, that's America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Celebrity rules all, it seems. Sure. But,
0: uh, sure. So, now... Bad Boxes Yeah, has been you put out an EP, then you put out an album. Yeah, uh, right? Two EPs. You two EPs. Yeah. Two EPs. Okay. Yeah. And um, you have a band, right, that plays with you? Yeah. It, okay. It changes a lot, though. Okay. So. Although the
1: one consistent, Corey, our drummer, has been with playing
0: yeah, it's since the beginning. It's the lot. same exact situation for me because um, I write everything pretty much. And my drummer's been the same since I adapted the band, but right. I've had different guitar players. I added a bass player who I didn't have. I used to have a DJ. I don't have him anymore. I added, like, a girl backup singer now. So it's, like, people have come cool. and gone. And, like, sometimes we play shows where everybody can't make it. And it's, like, fuck it. I'll put every... Whoever can't make it, you're in the back track. Right, and right, right. And we can, like, weasel it. Exactly. Like, in different ways, which I like. Because yeah. it makes it... I hate being in bands and having to turn down shows. Especially when it's a good show, yeah. Because like, oh, like my guitar player can't make it, yeah. And it's like a metal band, obviously. I can't get away with putting that in the backtrack, sure. But with what we're doing, we can kind of do whatever we want,
1: exactly. And it's awesome. I've played shows just by myself before, yeah. You know, and they're bad boxes, songs, and everything. And obviously, there's a lot of tracks and stuff going on, but you can still be crafty with how you portray. You know, put some floor ties oh, yeah. up. Put some samplers up. Yeah, what I yeah
0: um, me we're mean we're playing a show tonight at the Smiling Moose, and it's just gonna be me and my girl backup singer. But I have That's cool. But I have um, I bring I will show you the my like live case here. I'll just open it. It doesn't matter. This is what I this is what I use for live psych sets. <laughs> it's um oh nice. Yeah, and I just trigger the machine, I run my vocals through a chaos pad. I do that too, yeah. And um yeah, just everything I just control everything through here and I set my laptop up on here. I built this, you know, keep I need to build something like this. Yeah, this makes it so much easier just for like going to show this and setting up quick, you know? We
1: just had to go down to Dallas for this thing and we had to take all the gear and that was kind of a nightmare.
0: Because we flew.
1: Okay. And uh, I took my profit and like Ugh, a whole bunch of other God. stuff that I really covet, you know. And I would have been
0: like, does somebody in Dallas have a profit I could borrow?
1: Well, luckily, yeah, my other keyboard, they, they, they did a really good job with renting a bunch of stuff for cool. us. But um, it was pretty frightening opening up my profit. When I got home, it was all messed up. TSA, like, really fucked it up. But, yeah. I actually had to recalibrate it. Oh,
0: Okay. Like, it's after the point. flight?
1: Yeah. It's kind of, kind of, I was like, why is that? Is well, out at least, what? At least you know how to do it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: That's always the advantage to problems like that. Yeah. Well, now, what we're good to
1: go. T- It actually happened one time before, and I thought that it was broken, because it was out of tune and all weird. Oh, uh, that
0: the, old shit is weird. Like, if it's not the right temperature in the room, that shit will act weird. I know.
1: Well, it's, the Profit 08, so it's, I bought it in 2000 and. It's new. It's a okay. new analog synth. Um, so th- that's why it worried me at first because I was like, "This. I have old synths and they do this naturally, but this should never go out of tune. Why is this out of tune? That seems like a big problem."
0: The um, my guitar player, Brandon, has one of those like. It's like the monosynthic like Arturio makes it Yeah, or one of those. Is that
1: cool? Yeah,
0: it's awesome. And I mean that thing like reacts super weird to like temperature and stuff with yeah. getting in and out of tune. Yeah. You gotta like turn it on and let it like warm up oh, before yeah. you even like That's one of the first
1: things I turn on when I get in my studios yeah. monophonic. Because, yeah, it has to warm up to get
0: to that prime. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We used, we used it a little bit on the album. He does, he never plays it live. I've wanted to like do like stripped down shows where like instead of him with a guitar he just has that, and it's yeah. like me and backtracks. I right. think that would be cool. Like, I also want to do like some like really stripped down stuff where it's like almost like acoustic, but with like very minimal backtracks for like different shows. Like
1: we've done that a couple times where uh, we had the drummer Corey play on electric pads, and we had some real nice samples loaded up. Yeah, someone was on a Juno. I was just singing through my vocal pad and chaos pad and everything, mm-hmm. and then there was a guitar, and then a percussionist. Very, um, soft sounds, but still electronic. Yeah. Um, kind of, I don't know if you've ever seen, heard James Blake or anything like that, but it's very like minimal sort of, and it was just beautiful to have that much space. Yeah.
0: I would, I I really want to do that. It's just time especially with
1: vocals and stuff because when you have those real dense tracks sometimes i, I just feel like i'm just yelling
0: over them because you know it's so yeah. loud i guess i'm always kind of yelling too right anyways cause it's more like yo what's up right ah. right like, so, <laughs> yeah not so that's i think i'd be curious to hear what i would do in a situation when i had to back off right right how that would see yeah for happen. me it's the opposite
1: in the more uh, <laughs> i'm doing a lot of like Melodic sort of, melodic sort of things, yeah. and a lot of spacey, reverbed out vocal stuff, and so it worked well for that. But it's fun. Like it, the point being, it's so fun to be able to switch it up like that, yeah. and have that freedom, which we both have. Uh
0: huh. Now, have you played? And I'm assuming you've probably played in bands and stuff. Like oh yeah. That. Yeah. So you've been through the same shit where you weren't maybe in control of the band 100. percent You're having to deal with other people's bullshit schedules and uh kind of stuff
1: the first yeah yeah (laughs) there was um i was in a band called the morning light for three years and me and my friend started that and we ended up going on tour signed to a record label went on tour for like basically what felt like two years straight i was never home i was like 17 18. And it really started to fuck with my head. And a lot of people can attest to that. Because I know a lot of people saw some some dark sides of me. Because I was at an age where I was starting to develop my sense of self. But because I was traveling to a different place every oh, really? day, it was hard to find a sense of self. Because you're sure. hanging out with these different people every day. And it was a great experience. met lots of really cool people. But it really helped shape how I view touring and how I view... How i spend my time in music and how for me creativity is very valuable and it takes time and doing that touring so consistently all the time left no space in my brain to be creative and i just became this unhappy sort of mess because i never i was really never having any fun sure. we're playing the same songs every night and we were on good tours we were on tours like fan planet and Rock summer and like you know these House of Blues sold out sort of shows like there's no reason why I should have been unhappy yet I was so empty inside yeah and I think it just I know touring for a lot of people is like they love it and for me it's um something that I enjoy doing in moderation sure the most yeah because if it's in moderation for me I really get something out of it but Like I said, I spent, like, two or three years pretty much never being home, and um, it just fucked with my head, man. I don't know. It it really put me in a bad place. Yeah, I'm
0: definitely a creature of habit, Mm -hmm. and I have routines, Mm -hmm. and I like sticking to them. I'm very borderline OCD, I think, about my routines and everything. And I just... Touring is too unpredictable. Yeah. So it's something that is fun for... A week or two. Yeah. Every so often. But I just, I like being able to, like, get up and go to the office and do my work and work on music here and just, like, be creative and just put it out into the world that way.
1: Absolutely. I mean,
0: playing shows is the best. Oh, yeah. I love it. And I love meeting new people and showing the music to new people. I still think that that's the best way to get people familiar with what I'm doing personally. Mm -hmm. Because I think, like... Music is so hard to trust now when you hear something online because sure. of how easy it is for everybody to make something sound good. <clears throat> right. But if you see it in a live environment and people are like, whoa, Like this is really happening, yeah. that's the best that's way really to capture point. people.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And I noticed that when we play live, too... Uh, a lot of people come up to me afterwards and they're like, ah, oh, like I've listened to it on SoundCloud and stuff and I love it, but I was real curious to see how it was going to sound well, live. Well, that's, and you know, I think we do a really good job with our live show and, um, it helps rope those people in. Oh yeah. It's def- the final sort of, all right, I'm in. I yeah. like this band, you know, like, definitely
0: when we're, we're working with electronics and sounds that aren't typically played in a right. live environment Organically. Right. So when people hear it, they're like, oh, like this is a rap thing. And it's like, well, there is a band. Right. And you could, like, oh shit. You could come see it. This is what's happening. You know, like my guitar player is really cool in the sense that most of the stuff that he plays, he runs through like two pedal boards. So it's a lot of like, synth-affected stuff sure. and weird, st- not necessarily guitar-sounding stuff. Right, right, And it's like, whoa, I didn't even realize that sound was a guitar. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's cool yeah. you came and saw it, yeah. rather than just assuming it was all a bunch of just, like, samples and me on a computer. Right, right.
1: Which, that also it's fine. has its own merit. I mean, programming is something now that a lot of people are into, but there's certain people that are just... It's like anything else. Like, there are good programmers and there are people you can tell that if they just made something in garage and that's cool too i i'm all about a vibe and a good song i don't give a shit if it yeah. sounds good or not but um you like someone like Aphex twin or even i don't know if you're in the hudson mohawk at all yeah so, you know even someone like that like that dude it's real simple but it's so bangs hard. well bangs <laughs> no oh, bangs. oh yeah 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 bangs it bangs real hard yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, dude, I mean, you could just tell he knows what he's doing. It's simple. And, he, you know, it's it's a style that a lot of other people are sort of copying or have done before, but he's still the best that I've heard. And it's like, so in that way, I respect that equally. It's all music to me. It's all creativity. and Yeah. I try not to think too much about the other
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just that whenever, I mean, it's the, the, the weird thing. You know, yeah. you can have somebody like, hudson play some huge festival you know with like you know ten thousands of people right in europe somewhere just like hanging out behind a laptop chilling yeah and it's like nobody there gives a shit
1: exactly it's they don't it doesn't ma-
0: it's their perception is just like uh, th- that's the guy yep that's He's him there he made it and it's loud and they're yeah. dancing yeah. having fun but see i also <laughs> enjoy that yeah as a, as a you know concert goer i enjoy that too i think that it's Hard for some people though to really embrace that who uh, come from back to the the singer songwriter yeah. stuff like that group of people.
1: But dude, I'm like the most tried and true. Singer. Yeah, <laughs> like that's
0: what I grew up on,
1: and I'm te- you know that's what I try to tell my friends and shit. Like, dude, I like that too, you know, and I still like it. But um, there's no reason to hate on this. I, you know, I'm having a
0: yeah. It's hard, and it? you can't like convince somebody I anything. You know, You're somebody's right. like. I hate spicy food, it's like... <laughs> no, try it! <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just shoving it down their throat. <laughs> right. They're going to hate it no matter what. They're probably going to hate it more. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a fight that I gave up a long time totally. ago. Just trying to like show people new music and stuff. I don't give a shit. Even with someone like Skrillex. Like, I was talking with someone the other day,
1: and they were like, I just hate electronic music. And I was like, okay, why? They're like, well, I just don't like Skrillex. I'm like, okay, why? Like, well, <laughs> I just don't like the womp womp. I'm like, all right, this is this conversation. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. That's how. That's that's how simple your argument is. I can't even. Yeah, it's a losing battle. And
0: I think as like an electronic music producer, he's awesome. Oh my god, I love his, especially his new album. I don't like, know if you've heard it. I have heard it. I didn't care for it as much because it's you like not the as abrasive, abrasive of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he knows what he's doing. Like the production on that stuff is yep. so. Full. It's a. I love it. Yeah. Thick, like great. Very.
1: And see, I like the new one because there's a lot more like pretty melodies and spacious stuff on it. Yeah. And of course, I'm gonna gravitate. But it also has those hard breakdowns, and I love that too. Uh, have you heard the Jack U album at all? Mm-mm. That's like him and Diplo's. Album. Oh, okay, I've
0: I've heard yeah. about it. I do want to check it out because I do like Diplo a lot. Oh my god, I love Diplo. Love Diplo.
1: But yeah, the beats on that are great.
0: I think so I always find the thing that I found sonically impressive about a lot of dubstep is how, like, I can't even imagine the process behind mixing and mastering a song like that properly. Because it's <laughs> so... Smash it. <laughs> it's so backwards from how you would mix a rock song sure. or even a hip-hop song. Sure, oh, in yeah. In some ways, because it's... Rock and hip-hop
1: aren't that different that, in some
0: ways. Uh, it depends on, like... Especially old-school stu- hip-hop. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's like, thinking. those, like, weird low-end frequencies that you get. And, like, say, like the, like, the Hudson Mohawk stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or, um... Just like how all over the charts dubstep is. Yeah. Just thinking about like, how do you get it to sound that good and perfect and hear everything all right? You know, right. it's like. You start getting into talking about, like, sidechain compressions and all that well, weird I'm shit. I'm so like, that
1: stuff if you want to
0: talk about it. Sidechain, like, gets my goat. For real. <laughs> this conversation, <laughs> it's like, people are like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I was, know what they're talking about. Talking like, about
1: sidechains. I'm in now. <laughs> you ever
0: listen to, like, Justice?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Justice is awesome. Justice yeah. Is
0: that's awesome. a lot of that. I've been, like, recently getting really into all that like, that, like, French pop and Oh, yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's the production is they do a lot of side chains r- yeah it's, it's insane chaining can be used in so
1: many cool ways too i mean even in a rock song like fucking put a big delay on your on a send on your vocal and then chain that to the vocal so the only time it comes on is when the vocal's not there it's just so many different ways you can apply the tools of
0: there's it. really uh i don't know if you've ever dove into the production of a paramore album but Whoever the fuck records their albums is out of their damn mind, like, in a good way. Okay. Um, Brand New Eyes by Paramore is, like, probably one of the best sounding rock albums I've ever heard in my life. The production on it is insane. Completely insane. i have to check it out. It's nuts. It just sounds so good. There's so many layers on all the vocals and the drums sound so... Everything's, like... It sits perfectly. That's awesome. It just awesome. rocks. It's really good. But it's good. like organic. Yeah.
1: And it's like, but it pops and it's... Yeah. yeah it
0: sounds yeah. like, how do you make music sound this good? It's yeah. like, oh, probably like some 50-year-old dude in a million-dollar studio. Probably, probably yeah. You know, yeah. that like, yeah. <laughs> knows what the fuck they're doing. But it's really, really cool. That's awesome. And it's stuff that gets overlooked because it's like, oh, it's fucking Paramore. No, but you're not and the I,
1: first person that's told me that they really like that record.
0: Yeah. It's a really... Good sound. Yeah, album.
1: Uh, that's what I've, I've heard. That it was like a few, it came out a while ago, yeah, right? Yeah, that was
0: 2009.
1: When it came out, my one friend was like, You should listen to it. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I will. But now I, I should really, I should listen to it. I just always forget.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so much music and, out there. Yeah, everyone's always And sometimes, saying, like, you're just not in the mood to listen to a good rock album. Totally. You know, like, I get into these funks where it's like, all I'm listening to this week is Bjork. Yeah. And then it's like, all I'm listening to this week is Grindcore because I'm just feeling a little angry Yeah. or yeah. whatever. So, you, like, I'm in Grindcore week, and somebody's like, hey, you should really listen to this Paramore album. They might put it on, and I'm just like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And then two years later... It's on. I'm like, what the hell is this? So, yeah. like, that's that Paramore album I told you to listen to three years ago. Yeah. And you're like, oh, whoops. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you working on now? What's like your focus for your hustle?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm always producing and mixing for other people, and that's keeps me real busy. Almost to the point. Yeah, it's funny. I uh, I, much. I met this
0: dude the other night, and he gave me a CD, and I flipped it over, and I guess you recorded it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. I've done yeah. a lot. I was like, oh, yeah, this name. Yeah. That's cool. Right. <laughs> I mean,
1: um, so that keeps me pretty busy. Um, I am in the pre-production phases of working on the next Bad Boxes EP, okay. which...
0: Um, so are you sticking the ep so you can just get material out there quicker and more frequently the thing with um
1: i don't really talk about it too much but i will once the new one comes out because i think it'll be a little more apparent but from the beginning of bad boxes what i wanted to do was three eps and have it be like a a star wars trilogy of eps sure you know just like they each tell i put a lot of thought into the track order I try to make each one tell a story cohesively start to finish, but also on the whole, I want the three together to, to tell a story, mm-hmm. and um, the third one's going to be called Persephone. First one's called Jasmine, second one's called Violet, this one's going to be called Perse- Persephone, and it's going to tell a cohesive story once it's all finished. Of course, that's not my main That's not what I'm sitting down in the studio thinking about all day. Sure. But that is an underlying theme
0: that is there. Cool. So that's the deal with the EPs. They kind of all... Did you ever listen to Crosses at all?
1: Crosses?
0: It's a side project with uh, Chino from the Deftones.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's really cool. You'd probably like it. It's just like real like kind of trip hoppy. Okay. Mixed with like live instrument stuff. But they did three EPs. I mean, I don't think they have cohesive themes or anything, but right. they did the three EPs. Then they released all the three EPs as an LP. Yeah. But they switched up the track order. Oh, So okay. it's really neat because yeah. I, you're like so familiar to listening to these songs and like all the. Each EP sounded a little different. Had yeah. Different vibes. Yeah. And that's. And then like you. It's like, okay, they're going to mix up the song order. How's this going to go? This is kind of weird. But then it makes so much sense. Exactly. And it's really beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, whoa, like
1: once you get the full vision of something it really yeah it helps with yeah. that yeah so then um hopefully i'll have that out by the winter because cool. i'm just kind of doing pre-production right now for it and then like i said i'm real busy with a lot of other stuff but yeah the last couple weeks have been kind of like uh very very nice days i like pre-production days because i just writing i'm not focused on Trying to make something that's going to be finished and released. I'm just trying to get the ideas out yeah. of my brain. Sure. And then we'll go record it. Um, but, um, yeah. I'm also working on a collaboration, UP Bad Boxes, and my friend Ty Ray, he's like a local Pittsburgh rapper. Okay. And we've been working together a little bit, and we, we have a really good vibe together, and his, he's really good. His producer, Sam, and me work together a lot, and we're all just kind of on the same vibe. Um, cool. I mean, they're more in the hip-hop realm. I'm a little more in the electronic realm. But it actually... It's better. They both have yeah. elements. Like, there's elements of my beats and stuff that are hip-hoppy, and there's elements of his stuff that's sort of electronic. So it, oh, yeah, it works sure. well. So we're doing that, and um, uh, I'm trying not to talk too much about the next... Not here, but just in general, like, online. I don't really like to talk a lot about what I'm working on yeah. until it's finished. Yeah, you know?
0: I, I have friends that will be like, Got an album coming out, like, like summer 2017. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm like, Like, sweet, dude, tell me then. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I'm very much into just, like, one day you wake up and you go online and it's like, oh, hey, look, Yeah. Brian put out a music video. That came out of nowhere.
1: Exactly, exactly. And And it's it's not
0: an attempt to trick anybody. It's
1: just, I don't want to be bragging until there's something I know I have something to brag about.
0: For me, it's a time thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah why am I going to spend all this time to promote something that doesn't exist when I could just wait and promote it when it actually exists and that energy is not just wasted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going into the fucking vapor of whatever. Right. So, it's so hard to keep people's attention in general now. Absolutely. Because of the way people consume media in Mm -hmm. general. Oh my god, it's You know, just, you know, everything has, like, a four second lifespan. even that in people's eyeballs. Like, if you can get somebody to just, like, click on something or just engage with it the slightest bit it's like a a victory now yeah which is a damn shame yeah but it's just it's so hard yeah it's the time we live
1: in too so i I try to look at the positives it 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 opens it it forces us to be more creative with the way that we release it and the way we promote ourselves yeah
0: all you can do is like you just have to accept it and adapt it exactly and learn how to manipulate it Which you clearly... Ride the bullshit wave. Right, yeah, ride the (laughs) the wave of shit. Have you ever watched
1: Trailer Park Boys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shit wave. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, you're right. And that's cool because some people, I think, sit around and just get bummed about it. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you know, we're living in a time of huge mass media and in music and film and everything. It's hard to push through, but... You just gotta be positive and believe in yourself, and if you make something that you honestly like, it's silly to think that there's not someone else out there that will like oh, it. Oh yeah,
0: you know, it's... I I went through a funk for a good bit with just not knowing what I wanted to do, Sure. Yeah. and spending a lot of time really trying to, like, craft what turned into this album that we finished. Those are beautiful times, though. And, yeah, you know, I feel like I have, like, a really unique product that yeah, people that absolutely. have listened to it are like, oh wow, that's... Really weird and different. Haven't heard something like this. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Great. And it's like, but the amount of people who have got to listen to it are very minimal. Mm -hmm. But it's good that it's just just hard to get more people to listen to it. Sure. But I'm trying, you know. Like, we just did, like, a we had a successful crowdfunding campaign to get the physical copies done. Oh, nice. Which just ended last week. Nice. So, yeah, we ended at, like, 106%. Nice. Which is awesome. Nice. So, it's cool. So, it's like, if I can get this X number of people to do this. Why can't I do that again and double it? Absolutely. And then I, why can't I keep going?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like, why, yeah. I, like, just, there's no reason for it to anything to plateau. Yeah. There's Yeah. how many people in the world? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's going to like it. Exactly. It's just, you've got like you to, like, keep them. putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's where something like touring and meeting new people of course. really of course. helps.
1: Yeah. No, touring is completely a uh, necessity. I'm not denying that yeah. at all. My experiences of touring, though, were initially less than. I
0: mean, you know, either. You're, I mean, probably like your personal experiences, not necessarily how it benefited the band.
1: Right. Well, if initially the f- the first band I was in, it didn't benefit us really. And then you know, you'd show up, and the, the show would be canceled, or they would oh, promise a sure. hundred dollars, and they'd be like, "Actually, we can't pay you." Like, well, we can't fill up our gas tank to get up to the next place. Like, what are we gonna do? I just didn't enjoy living like that. Um, later on in the morning light, and the touring we've done with Bad Boxes has been awesome, and it's been pretty minimal, but all really good shows. Eh, less and is more. Yeah, like that's kind of how we feel, and we've uh, with the agency group, and they do a great job with us, and they're very commu- communicative and help get our
0: like they know yeah. what we want, and it's nice. So. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to like very like baby steps but I want to like push this new project and what I have now as much as I can and try to do be as professional about it totally. as possible like I just told you whenever you got here like yeah just like doing the found a manager thing yeah taking these steps it's just I spent so much time being like ah, I don't need that like fuck it. doubting myself and it's just like eh. it helps why not yeah I don't know if it's just like an age thing for me where I'm smarter now or if it's just me accepting help. I just, like, I do, I'm so used to doing everything myself. Sure. It's really hard Same. to... Yeah. Let you go? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I like, know that feeling. I write yeah. my own songs. I record <laughs> them. <laughs> I play the I drums. I play I, the bass. Yeah, like, I do yeah. all the artwork. Yeah. I, like, book my own shows. I, it's, like, I'm... Just, yeah. You know, it's always, like, that. if you want something done right, do it yourself. Sure. But...
1: At a certain point for me... I realized that I was just not there I have certain weaknesses, everyone does, and part of mine was answering emails every day and stuff. And I still do a little bit of that, obviously you have to, but to be able to break up some of the responsibility and form a small team where each person's good at one oh, thing sure. really helped my process because yeah. then it allows me to just focus on what I'm best at.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna I'm sure it's gonna be a big help. So. I, yeah
1: and i mean if you like doing it you can still be involved in it, and that's twice as good
0: yeah but if there's days where
1: you're like man i just want to cut off from the world today and make a fucking sweet little song on my game boy emulator or whatever, <laughs> you know? yeah you can do that with a man you know or someone that helps teamwork is teamwork
0: makes the dream work sure they say sure that's like the one thing that um does I, I, I need the help. Yeah. I, def- I, it's, That's, I got to and also where I was like, too, I need it. I need help. It's just, like, <laughs> back on the shit wave, Yeah. it's like, what's going to look, as far as, like, me trying to get into, like, like, maybe, like, some, like, magazine article or something, sure. trying to submit press kits. You know, what's going to look better? It from blah, blah, blah at fucking gmail.com or from so-and-so at blah, blah, blah management. Like, right. hey, like, I represent this artist. And it's like, oh, okay, so this is... Somebody that is kind of legit, exactly. even though it's still yeah. bullshit. It's just like it looks okay. better. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's no, it so does. much like uh, dress. You got to dress to impress. Yeah, like your whole like m- brand. Yeah. essentially. Yeah,
1: of course. And, I get yeah. very disillusioned with that at times, but I always come back to reality. And yeah. I it's a bummer. It sucks. It can like, be. It can be. It can be really interesting, it can, it can be fun. Yeah. It can be really fun. But it can be extremely, like, um, I don't know what
0: the... Just... I don't even know. I mean... I, I guess... It, I don't know. I'm not the type of person. I'm like, I'm really, I've been really bad at selling myself for a really long time. Like, I like to make music, put it out there. I'm, like, too modest. I'm not, like, the, check out what I'm doing. You got to listen to this. Like, oh, you like that? You're going to love my stuff. Yeah, right. And it's like, I don't right. want to be that guy, but you need to be that guy a little you mean, bit. You have to have some form of confidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, can't be like, oh, hey, like, check, check my out CD, check want. it out, check it out if you want me. It's like, it's okay. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, uh,
1: I find <laughs> the artwork in the videos and the track listing, that to me helps make me more excited and make it something outside of just some songs. Mm -hmm. And that gives me more confidence in it when I have some great artwork. Yeah. um, Good videos, just good presentation. I love that. And I think a lot of people, you can do that in a certain way that is very generic and whatever, and that's cool. But if you really let yourself get creative with branding oh yeah yeah it's very fun it can yeah be very
0: fun this like this whole process for me with this newest release has been like the most meticulously organized yeah. thing i've ever done that's cool. but it's great because yeah. it's working out so well right just, like right everything is like has like a same like theme and vibe to it and just very like i spent so much time like I need to do this, 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 setting up, like, timetables for myself and yeah, just, like, you got fucking it. doing it.
1: Yeah. If you're going to do it in a serious way. Working. You mentioned, um, like, a movie crew earlier. Oh, yeah. And I, in the last couple years, have started drawing a lot more influence from reading about movies being made okay, than actual musicians in the studio because reading about... I've kept a real close eye on the new Star Wars movie, for instance. Okay. And that being made and just reading about how it's being made and all that. And it really gives me perspective in music somehow on how to go about crea- creating, being creative. These people are rebooting one of the biggest franchises ever. Yet in the face of that, they're seemingly keeping it really creative and going back to basics. And just the way that movie sets in general work very inspiring to me and i never got a taste of that till we first started doing uh music videos and i really saw like wow this is true teamwork everyone's oh, yeah. here for a purpose they're killing it at that purpose and there's not a lot of ego involved i'm sure everywhere there's ego but at least in my experience is there wasn't any ego and yeah
0: you know it's really cool film, it almost inspires me more than music these days yeah it's in some been ways. it's been awesome uh videos that i've done that have been bigger productions where it's like, okay, we got the dude and like, we're doing this at his place and he is like cleaning everything up and setting up stuff for me. Then there's like somebody that's doing some lights and a couple people doing camera stuff. And they're like talking to each other, like about like, Oh, I'm going to get this shot. You do that. And like the other lighting people are taking care of their own thing. And it's like, and and I'm just kind of sitting there like, Oh, like I just got to worry about like being in this video.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And like, sick like, i
1: know it gives you a taste <laughs> of what it's like to be an actor too. yeah that's, that's, that's this sweet is joke. like
0: let I me mean, it's like still like obviously my performance in this video is the most important thing but what but makes it's like it is it makes all like, these like, other parts yeah so it's like there's still it's not you just like sit there and do nothing yeah but it's so cool uh, to see how like oh if these people weren't here this would be impossible yeah so yeah, we like, did as far as like being a musician or like trying to get it out there. If you didn't have like a manager or a booking agent and those people doing that stuff in the background, and you're just like sitting there, it'd be impossible for you to maintain all of it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, as a person, you only have a hundred percent of yourself to give. Exactly. And if you, how many things can you divide that? Exactly. Amongst exactly. You know? So you have a hundred percent. You're trying to do twenty things. Yeah. Nothing's going to get done if you can only get everything 5%, right?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're only, at the end of the day, can only get 5% to the music, it's like, damn, what's the point of doing it? Yeah. You know, if, if I've always fought for the importance of the creation process and Mm -hmm. not just trying to finish something as quickly as possible, trying to make something that you
0: honestly really like. Mm -hmm. Another problem with me and liking the creation process so much is that whenever I put out a new album... I just want to go back to working on more stuff
1: oh yeah so
0: if there's nobody there to help like push that album for me it's just it just rocks exactly
1: exactly and i've done that
0: multiple times where i've just
1: yeah when i was younger i did that a couple times and that helped me realize that like (laughs) i I put so much effort into this i'm not going to just put this out and have no one hear it yeah you know i love this record i made this record like and i honestly like it and i want people to hear it um but back to the video thing, we made a video for our song called The Mystery, and this really awesome dude, a uh, good friend of mine now at this point, his name's Tom Glunt, he's done some videos around here, um, brilliant dude. That was the most intense set I've ever been on. Okay. I mean, that was like, I felt like I was in a, at a movie set. I mean, there was 40 or 50 people. Wow. And we were shooting... And you know we'd be shooting at this old this old hotel, and there'd just be cameras everywhere, and it was it felt like we were filming a small movie.
0: I can't believe all these people were here for my stupid bullshit. Right, I know. I'm walking around like,
1: so what can I get to you? You know, like please, like what can I give you? Yeah, like do you need some cookies or some candy or something? And so, and you know, and then like the one night we were shooting down downtown Pittsburgh till like three, well, actually till the sun came up, and there was a, you know there's an actor. There's a couple actors, there was, uh, and that was all he did, and he was cool as hell, I became friends with him now, yeah. his name's Dylan Grun, great dude, um, and there was, uh, you know, a director of photography, and I, I've always been interested in film, but to actually see a DP and a director... Working together, like you like this shot, you yeah. like this. I'm like, dude, this is so cool. This is just so cool yeah. to see this come together this way, uh-huh. and to watch people collaborate
0: in such a. I love making videos. Yeah,
1: I I don't. When I was younger, I'd make music videos out of anime stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I'd take like that So like, like editing and, like, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, Rage Against Machine songs. Sure. Make a Dragon Ball Z music. Video okay. Out of yeah, that, that kind of shit. <laughs> but you make your own. You yeah. had film stuff. Yeah. What do you have?
0: Um I don't have anything anymore, which is why I haven't made a video in a long yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> um I was I just had like 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 a Canon Rebel camera, you sure. know, this like but it was good and it, uh, like any video that I have online now I shot with that. Oh, cool. Um but now my upstairs roommate is really into film and stuff, so he's been helping me shoot a lot of stuff awesome. now and I'm just editing it. Cause I still edit everything that's cool no, um
1: that's very very but, important obviously yeah
0: I love that process and it's like the one thing I'm really excited about finally getting all this physical media out is like okay now I can focus on videos yeah right I have so many cool ideas what do you use to edit adobe premiere is that pretty easy I have that I bought it I've never opened it um it was easy for me because I was pretty I'm pretty fluent and a lot of other Adobe stuff, and okay. the language is the same. Okay. So as far as, like, applying certain effects and things, like, Photoshop just has its own little names of things, and, right. like, the Windows are kind of the same. So it was an easy transition for me. Sure. Um, I think that if you're not really... Are you familiar with any video editing software at all? The last
1: one I used, I don't even remember what it was called. But, I mean... When I, I mean, devote myself to like yeah. learning something, if I really want to, I can pick if, it up. If but... you don't
0: have any sort of like, like if you're not really like super comfortable in a particular software already, right. Any new software is going to be weird. Yeah. So if you have it, open it up and mess with it. It's. I, I'm. I think it's pretty user friendly, and what you seem like a smart dude. That's what so oh, I think f- you can figure it out. <laughs> I,
1: I'm sure if I spent time, I could, but that's the problem. Time sure often i have more ideas just conceptual like writing ideas like for film or like music videos or film yeah you know how to shoot it less editing stuff although i love that process yeah. because that's a huge part of i making love editing stuff, music so, too
0: yeah you know a couple of the videos that we did on the last album um i tried to do a video for every song on the last album yeah and i got eight out of ten i think nice. done it's quite um, the feat. yeah it just it got to a point where it was so far past the release, and I kind of fell into this funk with like I don't even like these songs, right. and like I just want to work on new stuff, right, and right. then like we were I had to move, and it was just like then the camera broke, and it was like all of this stuff that happened, it like yeah, I think it was like a necessary reset button. That's good. Sometimes
1: you gotta hit that, you know. Yeah.
0: It's not like any n- there, nobody was like. Where are those other two videos? Yeah, at? right. There wasn't one person that was like. You really let me down. <laughs> it's not like I like was like. I well, that's the thing. I wasn't uh, the person that was like bragging. Like, oh, I'm gonna have a video for every song. Right. Just you wait, motherfuckers. Right. I was just doing it. You know, like every yeah. couple of months, like here's a video, here's right. a video. So. Right. I'll never do that again. We did uh, for this album. We filmed live playthrough for the entire album. That's every cool. song. That's cool. And. um that was just like we just did one of those and that's all that's all done and edited i already have that taken care of that's nice what i was doing was for like the the crowdfunding campaign if you pre-ordered the album you got access to watch it And i uploaded a new one every week that's cool so now the campaign's done and if all those people can go on there and they could listen to and watch us play the whole album right but then like whenever the album gets released, I'm going to do that again. But on YouTube where every week it's like, Hey, here's a video. Here's a video. Right, right. So I have 10 weeks worth of video already. Content. Yeah. Yeah. Good to go.
1: That's what I'm all about. So too. that's like
0: a good, like two months of promo while we're filming video and yeah. getting that. And then once that stuff's dried out, like, Oh, here's a music video. Yeah. Yeah. Just like thinking like, is how many steps ahead can I think?
1: Yeah. Well, building the bank, I was, Oh yeah. that, is is like, so important. It seems like you got a good handle on that. To me, that's important. Like, yeah. planning out the content that you're going to be releasing over mm-hmm. the next few months or whatever and having it prepared. So, it's already done. So, yeah. even while, you know, you could be working on something new while that stuff's coming out. Yeah, and, that's
0: a, it's like people don't know. It's like, even if it's old to you, it's new to everybody else. Exactly. That's a really exactly. hard mindset to break sometimes. It can,
1: yeah. I think because that's where... Film inspires me, though. Okay. Because often in film, somebody will write a story, that script will get revised over like six or seven years, Sure. and then that film comes out and it's like Mad Max or something. And it's like this brilliant achievement. Uh-huh. And I think in music, it's easier to become jaded on your own ideas, and especially if you're working by yourself, yeah. it's easier to be like, I've heard this so many times, I don't even know what to do. But in film, a lot of people do that, read the same shit over and over, but they... I don't know. There's just something different to me about that. uh, It applies to music too. People, producers, do that too. Anyway, it's it's hard to not get (laughs) it's hard to not get stuck in that hole of um. You got to be inspired, you know. Mm -hmm. You got to want to do it.
0: Yeah, I never try to force myself to do anything. If something's not working, it's just Just not. Today's not the day. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's days when I sit in front of the computer for a few hours and nothing happens. Yeah. And then there's days when I, I have other shit that I need to do but it's like I open up machine Two hours later, I got a song lyrics done. Yeah. Like, where the fuck did this come from?
1: Those are my favorite days. I wish yeah. thi-
0: I wish this happened all the exactly. time. Exactly.
1: It's like crack or something. Yeah. It's the best feeling ever, just... especially machine. Yeah. Because you can really make it sound good. Yeah. Really good. I mean, because you can use whatever samples you want. Do, uh-huh. you, do you use a lot of samples from their bank? I love their bank, too. It's good. <laughs> cool.
0: I, I, I very rarely leave them as is. Yeah. I really like a lot of the effects that you can put on to oh, yeah. like the I weird like, distortion yeah. and the lo-fi the saturation stuff. Saturation is yeah. a good one. Yeah, it's real, I love making a whole beat and then putting the noise gate on the master channel of everything. Ah, and okay. it's like this sounds insane because everything is cutting like. It, 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 it. Ah, and then you know how like I'm you can go home
1: and try that, and then what resample it into machine or? What? Well, no,
0: like you can do things with the noise gate, like you know how like you can like. Like tweak the knobs in, in real time yeah, and yeah. it'll loop yeah, and remember yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Imagine like having an like a, a noise gate set on every single sample in your track, having the beat go, and then like at the end of a measure, cut the noise gate so it's like boom, 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 boom and then right. it loops back around. Like right. doing stuff like that is like where machine I find is most powerful. Interesting because the amount of time it would take to do something like that like manually in a program or like going and cutting all the ends of the samples off would be like an hour oh yeah but you could do it in two seconds and it sounds so like natural it sounds very natural but it's also like super mechanical and like digital and i love doing stuff like that in machine
1: see i never fuck with the master stuff because i'm always exporting all my tracks in machine and then Bringing kick, snare, all that stuff into Logic to mix. Yeah. So, I've never tried that though before. Like, if you did something on the master track and then bounced all of the separate tracks in Machine, would they each have that effect on them? I've never, you know, that's where I, because yeah. I'm never really exporting I, I a always, stereo yeah. wave out of
0: Machine. I it's very, always, yeah, like, I very, I tracks. yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know what, some stuff. I've come across times when it does, it will export in the WAV files. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes there's weird things that happen with me and machine where like the specific sound that I'm getting is actually a result of frequencies from multiple sounds clashing. Right. Right. But if you export everything separately, you lose that. Well, in
1: that case, I would just yeah solo those three, bounce that. Yeah. And so, so yeah. that's
0: then that's stuff that you end up needing to do.
1: I started just with the groups. I have like a template. Mm-hmm. And now, what I try to do is like meet drums in one group, percussion oh, yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yes. So then, at least I could just do eight groups rather than like all the tracks mm-hmm. from every group. Because when I first started doing it, I was so fucking disorganized. Like I would just put a new like oh and, yeah know. like oh I need I
0: need like a conga now yeah. so you just put it in Anywhere. between the two synth tracks yeah right exactly and then when you're going through to try to find it later you're like where what the fuck like I'm like did. looking at the pad like trying to find the that's the, that's the, what the I do that, that's exa- <laughs> exactly I look for
1: the light yeah that's the best way to do it right? oh yeah. Um, but at the same time, like you were saying on your last record, you had a lot of beats and shit, but you were kind of recreating them with some organic stuff. Yeah. So in that case, I could see how just making a beat and shit on machine then exporting the master would be perfect. Yeah. But for me, what I'm usually doing is, like, lots of layers, lots of, you know, four kicks, four snares. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point where it sound To me, Logic... I like mixing in Logic a lot, and I can make a beat in machine, I import it into Logic, all the separate tracks, and then I spend a couple hours mixing it, and it ends up sounding so much better than it did in machine. Oh, yeah. I don't...
0: It's, I mean, that's a, it's, it's really just hard cleaner. to mix yeah. in machine. It's, it's just, dirty in a cool way. Yeah, I mean, just like, but, the, the interface of it is... You can't make everything sound as, like, buttery as right, you want. It's right, right. It's like, there's no... Which
1: is cool, though, for certain types of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But if you really, like, like I said... Mo- like, even the bass, the guitar, the synths and shit, I recorded that all right in the machine. Um, and so I kind of need to get those separate when I'm mixing it in a lot. So I can that, you know, put all the fancy yeah. plugins on them. Oh,
0: yeah, I mean, you always want to... I'm, like, a really big stickler for good drum sounds. Yeah. And you, I, I need to have that flexibility when I'm mixing that I can, like, adjust the kicks and, the, like, ed- everything how I want it.
1: Exactly. You have you to, know? Yeah. Or, I mean... <laughs> Certain songs lend themselves to not having to do that. Like, I've certainly made beats in there before that were, like... Like, you were saying, it loses something. Like, I've made... Like, I'll make in a group a whole bunch of acoustic drum samples I have, a beat. Mm -hmm. And it just sounds good as a stereophile. I don't really need to mix it, because I mixing it, to me, would just be EQing the whole thing. But if it's, like... 808s or anything with punch or anything. There's certain beats that just have to be mixed separately.
0: Like oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the other thing too is like once you like get any that's no matter how awesome your your mix is on your instrumental, as soon as you put vocals into it, it's changed. It's like oh, it's time to redo yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you're working with people that have different voices mm-hmm. and they're like this the frequency range of their voice is oh. hitting in some weird thing, and it's like oh my god, like. These symbols are gone now because yeah. your voice is fucking weird. Yeah, where did you guys <laughs> record that? Um, my album. We recorded all of the live drums at my friend Matt's place, and everything else I recorded here.
1: Nice. You see, he just sounds like a home studio sort of. Thing. Well,
0: he um he was doing a home studio thing, but now he's um moving into a studio that he built. Oh. In uh, in the North Hills. No, it's not in North Hills. It's in um Sharpsburg. Okay. Matt Vary. Very late recording. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I read about him, Matt Vary. I think I know him.
0: Yeah, he's a super, super awesome dude. Um, Yeah, we should wrap up this. I think we're.
1: Yeah. What? What?
0: What are we at? Well, we just we broke an hour. Okay. I usually try to go to about an hour. Okay. So we're at sixty-seven. So yeah. Cool. Uh, Thanks for coming over and talking to us. Talk. I feel me, like bro. we could probably keep going. Oh for my a god, while, but yeah. we should uh yeah, no, that's we can good. end this. This is this is good for the listeners. So all right. yeah, thanks for coming over and Thanks
1: for having me. Uh,
0: yeah. Good meeting you. Great, great time. And that is all folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Harrison is a really, really, really cool dude. I'm really, really excited that lately I've been meeting all of these people that are into producing electronic music in different, like, realms of electronic music. It's really cool, it's super inspiring, and I feel like all of us can probably learn a thing from each other, or just like get together and make some weird sounds happen. Any anything would be awesome. Maybe it'll happen. Who knows? But uh yeah. Um As always, you know, I'll be back again maybe next week. Maybe. I've been kind of uploading every other week rather than every week just because I've been too busy to get episodes recorded every week. But eh, we'll see what happens. I'm not making any fucking promises, though. So, yeah. I am Sykes. Start the beat. 2015. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening.